0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's say hello to Steelers tight end Vance McDonald, who joins us on behalf of this week's My Cause, My Cleats campaign. Vance, thanks so much for taking the time on your day off. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well. How are you guys?
0: We're doing well, and we appreciate you joining us. So let's go back to the drama of last night on Sunday Night Football. Thrilling victory for your Steelers over the Packers. What would you take away from that game? Man...
1: Just first things first. It's just, I mean, we're just rolling through here and, and getting three wins here in November is is really awesome. I mean, we've got a commanding lead here in the AFC North, so it's that's a great feeling going in here to play in the latter part of the season. But last night is just, I mean, in prime time football, as a fan, as part of the Steelers organization, I mean, it just was a great, great win. And Antonio Brown is the greatest receiver of all time. <laughs> He just made some spectacular plays, and it was so fun. It was
2: a great team win, for sure. Vance, there's nothing wrong with saying it. Um, He is considered as one of the best, if not the best, in the game because of how he does it. Um, But give me your take, and and, and you may not have to give us everything that Coach Mike Tomlin said, but in a few games you guys had this year, uh, you guys kind of made it closer than what you necessarily needed to. Um, Starting out with the Cleveland Browns, of course. Uh, Then you get to Chicago, uh, then Jacksonville, of course, been in that game, and then Indy on the road. What do you guys have to do moving forward, considering you have Cincy? You know that's a hard game going into Cincy. In Baltimore, they're not afraid to play the Steelers anywhere they play them. And then New England. I know that's down the road, but you have to start building that type of chemistry and camaraderie in a sense of how you play to allow you to get what you want in. the end. What did Coach Mike Tomlin tell you guys in that meeting today?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's true for sure. I, I mean, we have been in some close games. Um, and, you know, I mean, it, even stats kind of even talk about two NFL games. I mean, usually are more or less considered uh, decided by one possession. And uh, we've been in some close ones, like you said. Um, I think kind of the big takeaway, though, is uh, just the fact that we've been able to finish in those, those games, uh, you know, on offense usually most of the time. And it's just, I mean, that's a great feeling, being able to go down the field in the control, Right. Uh, and take over the situation and, and come out with a win. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Coach Tomlin, it's – I mean, football's football. We know how hard it is as players and as the staff that's been together for a while. It is to win in the NFL. Um, and we've been doing it at a high level this year. I mean, it kind of sound like Coach Tomlin saying that. But, <laughs> um, I mean, it really kind of comes down to possession downs. I know he talks about that a lot, too. Uh, we did a lot better last night. Um, but then again, at the end of the day, man, we have to take care of the ball on offense. And so, you know, we're going into every single game talking about trying to, you know, run the ball well, stop the ball well, or stop the run well, uh, take care of the football, and, and we have to win on possession downs. And so, um, there was a lot of times throughout this season we've been kind of bad on first down, and it's put us in some bad third downs, and we have not converted. So, uh, really, I'm interested. At the end of the day, we, we just have to keep playing Steelers football and uh, keep plugging away and, and finish the season all strong and, and go into the playoffs with some a big advantage of having that bye week.
0: Taylor's tight end. Vance McDonald is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Since Cordell brought up Mike Tomlin, Vance, in an interview with Tony Dungy on NBC last night, your coach was blunt when asked about the Super Bowl, saying the Steelers should win it all. As a player, how much do you like to hear your coach have that kind of public confidence? Because as you know, a lot of coaches would be just dusting off the cliches, taking it one game at a time.
1: Yeah, I mean, Coach Tomlin is, is, I mean, spectacular. Uh, You know, there's a reason the Steelers are as, as reliable and, as they are and I mean they find guys like him to lead the organization and, and he's just been a blast to to be a part of this year just be a part of that team um, but he is man he, he, he is well spoken and and he does a great job all the time addressing us addressing the media uh, and even too kind of taking those little cliche moments or talking about kind of big picture Super Bowl appearances I mean again it, it's a special game to play in and it
2: doesn't happen very
1: often and uh just got to take care of business, man, and, and we're going to get there and, and have a chance to win it all. So that's just
2: what we're going for. Vance, when looking at you guys' offense, I mean, defense is always going to be stingy when they have to, but offensively, I mean, you guys have so many pieces on the offensive side of the football. Starting with, obviously, Ben and Antonio Brown, and you just don't know which Le'Veon Bell is going to show up next week um, when it comes to running the football. He can, can give you 80 yards in the game, he can come back and give you almost 200 yards in the game. How good does it feel as a tight end to be able to be a part of that behind Jesse James or beside Jesse James and can get in and be a big part of the success because of everything else that they have around? You end up getting one-on-one matchups against a small linebacker. And before you know, you may end up catching a touchdown or two in a game to to save the days, pretty much. How good does it feel to know that you have that type of an offense?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's very true. So true. Uh, I haven't. Got to fully explore that. Uh, you know, been able to see this for a short while and had a couple bumps along the way. And so, uh, I mean, I'm, that's just one of those things that I'm just going to appreciate more and more as, as more games come and go. Um, but it is, man. I mean, just knowing that you get a guy that's been back there, you know, doing it for a long time and been, and uh, trust him, And you know, and, and really kind of the big thing is, is, is getting that work with him uh, throughout the week kind of figuring out exactly what he kind of sees or feels uh, on certain routes and stuff. And so when you have that kind of chemistry and stuff that he develops and takes the time to develop individually with all the guys, I mean, it creates some crazy awesome like offensive weapons. And so I really, I kind of think that's what it kind of comes down to. I mean, he spends so much time individually with guys, learning guys, strengths and weaknesses, what he you kind of wants them to do, how they feel this route. And man, at the end of the day, it's, in clutch time, like on that two-minute drive panel last night, I mean, you see Antonio Brown. I mean, there's there's subtle things that he does in route running that other guys on the team won't necessarily do, and Ben knows exactly those those things. And so it's just really awesome to be a part of, of what I think is just legendary a legendary time for, for Pittsburgh again. And, uh, man, yeah, I just, just want to finish it off strong. There's a season strong Super Bowl.
0: Chatting with Steelers tied in, Vance McDonald. Vance, football's a team... Dynamic, but let's talk some more about your individual experience. What's the season been like for you? Trades usually don't happen in the month of August, but you were dealt from the Niners to the Steelers just before the start of the regular season.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was definitely a whirlwind, and um, I mean, just like any transition, it's it's really rough at first. Uh, don't know anyone on the team, and uh, except Boz. Boswell, play with him at Rice. Um, yeah, you're coming into a new environment. I mean, you don't know personalities um leadership i mean it's i mean it's all brand new you don't know the building uh i mean needless to say you don't know the offense whatsoever so uh it's definitely a transition and so and just gotta embrace it and just dive right in uh and that's what i did and, and luckily it was a great organization you know we've been talking about it um yeah, uh, it's just it's just a come a come and go thing. I mean, each week you kind of learn something new. Uh, now that I've gotten the offense kind of digested and, and learn that, I mean, it, you're just off to. I mean, different parts. You know, like we're talking about today, my fault, my police, You learn about community relations. What learn learning about the player development? Uh, and I mean, there's there's so many things that that kind of all encompass kind of gives success to the guys. You know, to us players on and off the field. I mean, it's just. Uh, yeah, just one of those things that I'm learning here in Pittsburgh. But the city, fan base, the team success—I mean, it's just—it's been absolutely amazing. And uh, I just think I'm really fortunate to be to be a part of it, man. That's and that's how I see it.
2: Well, the good thing is, is you had an opportunity to be a part of two great organizations. One that's not winning necessarily right now in the San Francisco 49ers, but the history of the organization is pretty darn phenomenal. When you get a chance to be a part of a team like this, where the fans are more passionate than you in some cases, you know, you try to you know, pick out your spots when you want to really get intense and try to stay focused. But when every time you go somewhere, whether it's a grocery store to the convenience store to just getting some gas and they they figure out who you are, how intense has it been for you now that you've gone from San Fran that was struggling and not having the success to now being in this situation where it's 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 pretty crazy. It's black and yellow every single way. The bridges that you cross is yellow, and everything else around it. I mean, it's it's amazing. Tell me how it. Tell us how it is for you.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. That is a big. It's a big transition. I mean, in San Fran, you know, we're down there in the Bay Area, and life is 100 miles an hour. Um, and there's much much more hobbies, business things to focus on besides football. And um, and so, there, you know, honestly, there really wasn't a lot. I mean. Obviously, around game day and things like that, things that are team oriented, you're going to see a lot of fans and stuff. But you know, just day to day things like when you're out and about, not very many people recognizing us. Uh, so, I mean, tech. I mean, they have everything. And so here in Pittsburgh, like you're saying, it's everywhere you look. Things are black and yellow. I mean, it's just it's just a, it's a it's a way of life. And so um, yeah, man, it's been really neat. You know, I'm in my fifth year now, and so to kind of be able to, to feel that. Um, Kind of have that—that presence that here in, the, in your home city. It's—it's it's a pretty cool deal. But like you're saying, man, that, San Francisco is is a great organization. I mean, they have their history of Super Bowl teams and you know, five championships, so they're you know, they're they're well established in the NFL world. Um, but yeah, I'm just fortunate to have played for both of them now.
0: Finally, Vance, a very special week with the My Cause My Cleats campaign. What can you tell us about your cause, the Convoy of Hope?
1: Yeah, so. Um, <clears throat> Convoy Club. My wife and I met them four years ago, randomly, uh, or I guess coincidentally, rather. Um, we uh, we always wanted to kind of go abroad, overseas, and do some some mission work, whether it was help building schools or, or visiting kids, um, but just kind of kind of visiting and giving to those that are just kind of less fortunate and born into poverty. And so um, we were out there in San Fran, and we got together with. Uh, the team chaplain out there, and uh, you know, just kind of told them our idea. I said, "Hey, we want to organize uh, a trip with just teammates and their significant others uh, to just go somewhere, uh, preferably close, and just see what happens." And uh, we teamed up with Convoy Pope, and since then, we, uh, my wife and I, and our family have grown pretty close with them. And, and the story of the person who who started Convoy, Hal Donaldson, as an unbelievable story. And, um, I mean, just it was a very tragic situation young with his family and brothers. His dad died from a drunk driver and, um, they were on welfare, very, very poor. And, uh, a, a family just randomly stepped up, uh, one night and took all the kids in when his mom was the only one left and she was in critical condition and, uh, brought them to their trailer and showed them just grace and compassion and, uh, that just became a way of life from him. Uh, from then on, and so he started this company, Convoy of Hope, and they are geared to uh, to helping just just all the poverty and, and this the sick and hurting and hungry people of the world. And so they are established in in children's feedings, women's empowerment, um, uh, farming initiatives, and in agriculture, as well as disaster relief uh, here in America and overseas, actually in other countries as well. Um, But they're just an absolutely tremendous organization that that their goal is to work themselves out of a job by creating, you know, sustaining agricultural and and third world countries um, and really just kind of changing the way people kind of view the world when they're struck with disaster and uh, try to kind of bring them uh, kind of a beacon of hope, if you will, um, after, you know, such events. So I know it's been a crazy year with weather, you know, hurricanes specifically here in the Gulf. Uh, my hometown even was hit really, really hard. Um, it was kind of rough going through, not only I got traded to Pittsburgh, um, but Harvey hit Houston, and my hometown's about an hour from Houston. Um, and it's crazy keeping up with the videos and pictures from my family, and, and my family actually all all left their homes and evacuated and moved in with my parents, who was one of the Luckily, the, the only ones that didn't get flooded there in Winnie, in my hometown, and so um, you know they're updating me every single day. Uh, but and Folk it made it a point to uh, to visit these small. I mean, you have Red Cross and these big organizations that stick in Houston, the major cities and stuff. And and Folk kind of hits the the outskirts, the, the places that are that are hurting but aren't necessarily on the map, so to speak. Um, and again, I mean, they're, just, they're really just bring hope to people and just to, to be, to show grace and compassion. And it's infectious for my wife and I. And it's something that way of life that we want to live. And so, um, you know, Convoy is a huge shout out to them for what they've done for us. But uh, again, just what they're doing for everyone else in the world. And so they're a really great organization. I'm, I'm happy to be able to wear them on my cleats and showcase them and salute them for sure.
0: Sounds like an outstanding organization doing great work that's truly resonated with you and your family. Vance, we really appreciate the visit. Thanks so much for joining us today on the NFL on TuneIn.
1: Thank you, guys. Y'all take care.
0: You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on TuneIn.